So let's go straight into the word. I'm looking at the time. All I have is about 45 minutes left. And I want to share this sermon with you. And more than that, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for your deliverance. Uh, Last week, I shared with you on the subject called subjecting your mind to God's will. I shared on this topic called subjecting your mind to God's will. For the past couple of, past two Sundays, we are, st- we are learning about the mind and how our mind needs to be subject to God's will. I believe this is an important subject for all of us to know. Because as long as we live in this world, the enemy will attack our mind. In fact, the place where he attacks the most is our mind. So think of this, I want you to understand this, that our mind is constantly under some sort of an attack. We try to do something, but it never materializes. It's like we, we want to finish our portion for, you know, for the exam, you know, want to sit and study. We're never able to complete it. We want to do this work, but we're never able to complete it. Our life is a mess. Our life is in, is, is, is in great disorder. The reason is because our mind is influenced by something other than the Holy Spirit. The enemy is always after attacking the mind. And you can, you can call your mind as the battlefield. The enemy is always after your mind, fighting to take a place so that he can influence you. He can lead you into the way that he desires. And I, and I believe this, you know, if you're someone who is struggling with these issues related to it, you need help. And that is why I'm sharing this with you. Many times when people are going through these issues, they keep ignoring, ignoring, ignoring. Uh, but eventually it gets so big that they find it difficult to deal with. Even when you have a mental disturbance in your life, even when you have sleepless, night, sleepless nights for a couple of days, immediately let us know. We will pray for you. We will support you. We will stand with you in prayer. Because you know one of the signs of anxiety increasing or one of the signs of an evil attack is that our sleep will always be disturbed in a big way. That's one of the signs. I always think of this, you know, when my sleep is disturbed, I know the enemy is up to something in my life. And so when our sleep is disturbed, that's one of the signs that, okay, the enemy is attacking me and now I need to be more vigilant in prayer. It's a sign for us. The enemy always looks for one nook or cranny somewhere to enter into our lives and we have to be on guard. We have to make sure that our life, that our body, that our soul, that our spirit, that our mind is subject to the will of the Holy Spirit is subject to God and not to anything else. Amen. I hope you're with me. I hope you're coming along with me. I highly encourage that you take down notes as I share this with you. Uh, please write down the verses that I uh, share with you so that uh, you can refer to them later. Amen. Look at the, When we look at the mind, you know, our mind is a seat of human emotions, thoughts, and intellect. Our mind is like the engine or call it the processing center of our body. And that is why, you know, when we hear some inspiration, some motivational words, we are able to put it into practice, into action, because our mind takes what we heard and it converts into an action. So we hear something, someone give us some advice, our mind receives it and it converts it into an action plan. So think of this, our mind is like the engine of the whole body. It empowers the whole body. So if this main 
component of our body is influenced by the right kind of spirit i tell you we will live a very peaceful life but if this main part of our body is like the engine of our body is influenced by an evil spirit or a spirit that is absolutely not from god our life is going to be in great chaos and that is why some of us struggle with making decisions you know why because the mind is influenced with something else other than the spirit of god we have to make sure that my mind is under the control of god not under the control of people not under the control of the human spirit not under the control of the evil one my mind should always be under the influence of the holy spirit see our mind matters your mental health matters how you are in your mind really matters and even the bible talks about it it sets an example for us and so when i when i talk on the subject subjecting your mind to god's will the bible also talks about this if you look at philippians chapter 2 verse 5 Paul says like this in your relationship with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus let me put that verse up for you what does paul say here in philippians chapter 2 verse 5 he says in your relationship one another what should you do that you should have the same mindset as Christ Jesus same mindset as Christ Jesus what was the mindset of christ jesus if you look at the mindset of christ jesus if you look at how jesus was when he was on this earth is that he was always working in submission to the will of the father if you look at john chapter 5 was 19 it says like this so jesus said to them truly truly i say to you the son can do nothing of his own accord but only what he sees the father doing for whatever the father does the son also does likewise so what do we see here jesus demonstrating his submission to the will of the father another verse i want to show you uh show you luke chapter 22 verse 42 it says like this in in the garden of gethsemane jesus is praying to the father saying father if you are willing remove this cup from me nevertheless notice that what does jesus say not my will but your will be done so what we see here is that the mind of jesus let's call it that way jesus was in complete submission to the will of the father he did what the father wanted him to do he went where the father wanted him to go he lived in accordance to the father's will in other words you can say this that his mind was completely subject to the will of the father it was subject completely influenced by the will of the father and that is what paul is referring to in philippians chapter 2 verse 5 it says like this in your relationships with one another have the same mindset as christ jesus now in this context paul is particularly talking about humility because in the church at philippi people were fighting with each other and so the way paul explains to them to live in peace the way to live in peace is that your mind has to be like jesus christ like how he was the example of our mind and the way it should be is drawn from the life of jesus itself we have to follow his example and we see his life it was completely in sub- submission to the will of the father so the bible makes this very clear that we need to subject our will our mind to the influence of the holy spirit 
We have to have the same mindset that Jesus had when he was on this earth. That is not my will, not my agenda. You know, it's hard to say that sometimes because we all have great plans. We all have some amazing, you know, plans for our life. It's hard to say that, but that is where we have to arrive. That's the point we have to arrive saying, God, not my will. Many times we are Christians for 10, 15, 20, 25 years, but we never arrive at that point of submission. And we wonder, God, why is my mind chaotic? We, ne- we never arrive at the point of submission where we say, God, not my will, but your will. The, 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 the biggest part of a Christian life is that when we accept Jesus, we come into the surrender and submit our life saying, God, I have accepted you as the Lord and Savior of my life. And now, not my will, but your will be done. When we submit ourselves to God that way, our mind will come under the subjection of the Holy Spirit. And I tell you, that sort of a mind, you know, when you subject yourself completely to the will of God, your life will be completely in peace. Because the Bible says that God rules us with his peace. When God leads you in a certain direction, you will have guidance as well as you'll have great peace in your heart. I, ho- I hope you're coming along with me. When, when God leads you, when your mind is influenced by the Holy Spirit, I tell you, you, you will be rejoicing every day. You will, you, will, you will see calamity happening around you, but that's not going to bother you. You will see situations breaking down around you. You will see circumstances around you. But that will never bother you because you know why? Your mind is influenced by the Holy Spirit. When it's influenced by the Holy Spirit, you will have clarity in your life. There won't be confusion. You'll be able to decide on things quickly. You'll be able to keep moving forward towards the goal that God has for you. I look at the life of Paul. I look at the life of Paul. He was a man who knew, you know, what God has called him to do. And he was always in that pursuit. And I, and I look at the life of Paul, I look at his commitment, I've, I've studied his life quite a bit, and I admire that commitment he had. And I wonder, where does this come from? And I realize what drove him is that he always kept his mind under the subjection of the Holy Spirit. In the book of Galatians, he says, it is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. In other words, my will is destroyed, my self is destroyed, my ambitions are destroyed. I mean, he, 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 Paul was not somebody who was just a normal, illiterate, uneducated man. He, he, was, a, he was one of the best of the scholars at that time. And, and anybody at this level would have great goals and ambitions. But when he comes to Christ, you see how his life becomes? It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. That, is, that should be our prayer. That should be our prayer. Every day we should seek the will of God. Every day we should run after Him. Every day we should seek Him and say, God, do your will in my life. Because when we do that, our mind will come under the subjection of the Holy Spirit. Under the subjection of the Holy Spirit. But if we, but if we don't submit ourselves, then we will be led by a spirit altogether different, it's totally different from the Holy Spirit. And I pray that always that we will remain in subjection to the Holy Spirit. So we have to pay attention to who is leading us every day. And let me tell you this clearly. Let me tell you this clearly. If we are not led by the Holy Spirit, if our mind is not under the subjection of the Holy Spirit, I tell you, 
we are walking on a path that is going towards destruction any spirit that leads us that is not the holy spirit is leading us in a path towards destruction we have to remember that if our mind is influenced by something else other than the spirit of god we're going to end up in a place that we would not like to be we have to make sure who is leading me who is influencing my life we have to pay attention to all of that because any other spirit other than the spirit of god will cause only destruction in our life amen are you with me so far i hope you're all taking down some notes as i share this with you i want to share about something very specific today that is the human spirit last week i gave you a brief introduction of the human spirit i gave you a, a idea of what the human spirit is and this evening i want to go a little bit deeper into that and share some some things that comes out of the human spirit because what we often may not realize is that our lives can be led by the human spirit itself it may seem logical when the human spirit is leading us it may seem logical it may seem right it may seem like the best one but somewhere we will realize that it is slowly drifting us away from the path that god does not want us to be in if you look at the life of solomon he was a man who started out really well god appeared to him in a vision i believe he appeared almost twice to solomon in a vision and blessed him but you see the life of solomon he started really well but ended in a place where he even built idols temples for other gods which god had commanded not to do so he began right and he ended up in the wrong place how you look at his life in ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 2 he talks about how his heart was guiding him with wisdom how how his heart was guiding with wisdom the clue that we receive from that is that the human spirit was leading him in the direction that it wanted to go and solomon was following that it seemed right to him it seemed logical to him but eventually he ended up in the wrong place the human spirit is so deceiving sometimes that we may not be, be able to figure out if it's god really working in our hearts or if it's just some random thoughts i can i can share this as an experience with you that you know throughout the week as i go through uh, my week and as i prepare for the church and all that uh, i get a lot of new ideas a lot of new inspiration but almost 50 to 60% of those ideas that i get are not really from god in my beginning days of ministry i would implement every thought that came into my mind every plan that i had in my mind but nowadays i've learned to be more careful because the human spirit can lead you in a way as if god is leading the human spirit can also trick you it can make you think as if god is leading and this is the way you should go but when you try that you will lose time you'll waste your time and you'll end up with nothing that that will be the effect of the human spirit i want to share more about the human spirit so that you can analyze if this is something that you are struggling with but before i talk about it i just want to give a quick introduction to the human spirit the human spirit is the innermost being of a of 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 a man of a human being so if you read genesis chapter 2 it is mentioned that we are made in the image of god one of the implications of being made sorry about that one of the implications of being made uh, by the in the spirit in the image of god is that we have a spirit being in us 
and with the spirit only we can communicate with the lord and so the sign of a spirit in us the existence of a spirit in us shows that we are made in the image of god now because we live in the fallen world our spirit man is always inclined towards the things of the world it's always inclined to the things of the evil one not much to god but when we go to god and we say god here i am i want to accept you as lord and savior of my life what will happen is our spirit and god's spirit will come in union with one another and that is how we can commune with god because there is a spirit in us and god who is spirit will talk to us through our, our spirit and that is how it works but in our christian life in our journey when we begin to grow weak when we begin to lose our communion with the lord when we begin to become inconsistent with our prayer life what will happen is eventually we will end up in a place where we will be where where our human spirit will begin to influence more than the spirit of god i hope you with me when we lose that communication when we lose that consistency in prayer what will happen is that eventually our human spirit will begin to lead us it will take an upper hand and it will start to lead our life and sometimes you know when that when that begins to happen you'll notice that though you want to read the bible the bible will make never will never make sense to you though you want to spend time in prayer like you'll be so interested you want to pray but at that moment you'll end up doing something uh like you you want to do a lot of things but sometime somehow at that moment you'll never be able to accomplish the task and especially this is to do with prayer and this is one of the effects of the human spirit it will always drift us away from the path that god has for us it will always lead us in a way that may not be pleasing to god so if you look at proverbs chapter uh if you look at proverbs chapter 12 was 14 verse 12 it says like this there is a way that seems right to man but its end is the way to death so commonly you know we all have this idea okay this is how i should do it this is how i should go about this there's a way that seems right to us but what is the end of it what is the end of it it's destruction the human spirit will always lead in lead in ways that seem really right to us we will end up pursuing something that will fail one day that is what the human spirit does it seems so right you know when the human spirit is guiding you like you feel like god and his angels are in your room right now leading you but at the end of it you'll experience a failure a destruction it will be natural it will be logical it will be right but the end of it will be a great danger and this destruction so since we are living in a fallen world our spirit is more prone to the evil influences than to the influence of god and so we have to be very careful of our human spirit we have to make sure that i don't lead myself i hope you're getting that we have to make sure that i don't lead myself but rather god lead me every day we have to be careful of the human spirit let our spirit be influenced by god let our spirit be in subjection with god because when our spirit is in subjection with god then our mind will be under the control of god but when our spirit is acting on its own when we lose that communion with the lord eventually we will be in a place where our spirit will be guiding us will be guiding us and so with this with this in mind i hope you're taking down notes i hope you're writing this down with this in mind i want to go into something that's the product of the human spirit 
as a product of the human spirit. One of the dangerous products of the human spirit today in our world is called as humanism, as humanism. Humanism is a philosophical stance that says human beings have the right and the responsibility to give meaning and to shape their own lives. Let me say this again. Human beings have the right and the responsibility to give meaning and shape to their own life. That is called as humanism. Which means I have the right to give meaning and purpose to my life and give like a the way I should be going. Basically, in other words, this is how simple, simple way. You can be the God of your own life. You can be the master of your own destiny. I hope you've heard that term. It's the product of the human spirit because what the human spirit will always do is that it will elevate you to a higher level. And sometimes even to the level of God will make you think, I know everything, why do I need God in my life? Like I, I see people often ask, I have everything I want, why do I need God? I mean, if you really know why you need God, you wouldn't be asking that question. But the human spirit is so tricky that it will make you feel like you have what you need and why do you have to go somewhere else? You are sufficient as a human being, why do you have to look up to another spiritual entity? The human spirit will produce something in you that will elevate you. And one of the dangerous products of, of human spirit is humanism. Now, if I have to go and talk about this a little more, one of the prime examples of humanism is this. And I, and I heard this spoken by a, a Bible scholar. And in his sermon, he said this, that in the church today, there is 11th commandment. We know the Ten Commandments that Moses gave. But, you know, the product of humanism that, that influences the world today in a big way, out of that came Eleventh Commandment. And the Eleventh Commandment is this, Thou shalt be nice. Thou shalt be nice. Just be nice to everyone. Be positive. Don't, don't speak anything negative. Don't share anything negative. Just be nice. Don't speak harsh. And even don't point out others' mistakes. Don't even correct it. Just let them be the way they are. Maybe what they're doing is wrong, but it's good for them. Maybe bad for you, but it's good for them. When you, when you hear such a philosophy, it's not the Bible-based philosophy. It is a humanism that you're dealing with. You're dealing with a human spirit. Because what humanism says is that I have the right to give meaning to my life and to give shape to my life. I can be the master of my destiny. And what humanism says is that just be nice as a person. Don't correct people. Don't impose your religious views. You know, nowadays when you talk about evangelism, people will be like, why do you want to impose your views on somebody? Because they see it as, why do you have to do that? Let them be the way they are. Let them be the way they are. Probably one day they'll figure out who Christ is and will come. That's a very false philosophy. And I can tell you this honestly that it is ruling a lot of Christian households today. Just be nice. Just be a nice person. You know, when I, when I hear this statement, oh, he's such a nice person. Let me tell you, I don't believe nice people. I'd rather be friends with people who are honest, who are true to their word, who are, you know, who are ready to correct me. I'd rather be in touch with such people than with people who just put up a show. Because the, the reality is this. See, when someone loves you, they'll correct you. If someone doesn't love you, they won't bother you. I mean, you walk on the street, you trip and fall. How many people come to save you? Maybe someone, you know, out of pity they'll come. 
but but you you see when you're walking with someone who loves you the moment even you stumble even before you hit the ground they'll be waiting to rescue you that is true love they'll protect you from a fall that is happening and so in life when we make mistakes they'll come and point out so that you don't end up doing bigger mistakes so that you can fix yourself and that is what life true love is all about but humanism is not true love it's a hypocrisy just be nice be a nice person don't have to impose your religious views on somebody don't have to say anything to anybody just just be nice as a person it's such a hypocritical idea because it destroys lives instead of correcting people you see nowadays when you try to correct people and when you want to point out something and say listen here's the problem fix it they'll say why are you judging me why are you judging me it's a very strange idea and that's the product of the human spirit i'm sharing this with you just so that you know how dangerous the human spirit is and it is ruling a lot of bible believing christians today and that is why we see many becoming weak in their evangelism many becoming weak in their witnessing you know why because they just want to be nice because if you go to somebody and share the gospel they'll think you're a nutcase and they don't want that name they just want to be nice as a person the human spirit is so dangerous that it has kept crept into many parts of the society without philosophy of humanism don't pray don't fall prey to that humanism the idea of being nice don't judge is not from the bible of course the bible talks about not judging that is a different kind of judgment the way the world is influenced is that it's influenced by just being human just humanism and that's the biggest challenge even to our church growth today there are many in the christian church stagnant simply because they are under the influence of a human spirit not the holy spirit i tell you that needs to be broken i don't know if you have such traits in your life i'm sharing this so that you can identify the issues in your life let me tell you something deliverance is simple first of all you need to find out where the problem is what is the root cause maybe there is a human spirit ruling your life that you're not able to speak the truth in boldness that you're all, always a little cowardly you're always you know very hesitant if there is something like that in your life ask god for help ask god to deliver you from this evil spirit from this human spirit from this human spirit we need to overcome this humanism in our personal lives in our homes and even churches today you know nowadays if you if you look at churches it's it's hard to go and speak a harsh subject because people will get offended people get people get offended because the pastor said something that they didn't like and nowadays people come to church ex- expecting pastor to speak a topic that they want to hear that's not what church is about let me tell you church is about the bible church is about preaching what the bible has to say if i'm going to preach something that you want to hear i'm not preaching the bible anymore i'm preaching your favorite subjects your thoughts i'm preaching the opinions that you like to hear when we preach the bible people may be hurt but i tell you they'll be rescued one day their lives will transform but when the human spirit is working it will always come in blockage you know there'll be people will be offended they'll be like oh the pastor said this i'm not going to come next sunday how can he say this it's the human spirit that is ruling don't fall prey to that don't be nice be a true person who loves people and corrects others mistakes as well amen i hope you're with me so far we need to overcome this humanism in our life and if you're someone who is struggling with this i want to pray for you at the end of the session
and and identify that problem in your life maybe there is a compromise you compromise on everything to do with the truth like even if you had a chance to evangelize you'll somehow back out from that because you don't want people to see you as a nutcase you don't want people to see you as someone different that spirit needs to break that habit needs to break from your life your mind needs to come under the influence of the holy spirit so if you're someone who is struggling with this human spirit i want to share with you two ways to overcome two ways to overcome the human spirit and subject your mind to the will of god to the will of god first one is this i have very short time left and i want to share this as much as possible and fin- still finish within the amount of time we have first one is this if you desire to overcome this human spirit from influencing your mind if you desire if you want to overcome this the first thing you must do is this and this is a practical one that i'm sharing be careful of what you consume be careful what you consume of course i'm not talking about food here but i'm talking about what we take into our system what we take into our system now before i go into this point i i also want to say that the foundation to overcoming the human spirit is prayer and reading the word there is no substitute for that foundation level you've got to pray you've got to spend time alone with the lord there's nothing more different from that nothing more complex nothing more that you can you know reduce you've got to do that in addition to bible reading and prayer these are practical things that you can apply and the first one is this be careful of what you consume be careful what you feed yourself because we are living in a world where we are bombarded by different sort of philosophies different ideas the idea of marriage is changing the idea of relationships are changing the idea of friendships are changing the idea of everything is constantly changing in our world today but the principles that are set in the bible is is set in stone it can never be changed it's it's relevant for all ages at any point in culture or any point in time and so the the world will come up with different ideas but we have to be careful of what we are listening to we have to be careful of what we consume we are living in a world that's influenced by social media influenced by youtube in a big way and and you know we we have all these uh, movie uh, subscriptions and and when you when you subscribe to something you you will end up hearing a truth that is not really the truth for the past couple of days i've been watching this documentary on youtube and and i can tell you this that it starts out really beautiful but then they have a point to make and they will make sure that by the end of the documentary you agree with them even though it's not true they will make sure that at the end of it you agree with them we have to be careful of what we listen to we have to be careful of the songs that we listen to we have to be careful of the people whom we follow If we are following some superstars who are living a different kind of lifestyle the more we listen to them the more we will live like them We have to be careful of what we consume If you look at Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 it says like this Proverbs 4 verse 20 My son be attentive to my words incline your ear to my sayings In the, in the first part of the book of proverbs you see the call to uh, listen to wisdom and this is wisdom personified in other words this is god speaking to his children saying my son be attentive to my words incline your ear to my sayings we have to be careful of whom we are listening to are we listening to the world 
or are we listening to god the more we listen to the world the more we will be subject to the working of the human spirit our mind will come under the influence of the human spirit but the more we listen to god the more we keep our ears open to god our mind will be subject to the leading of the holy spirit leading of the holy spirit what are we listening to what are the things that we are paying attention to sometimes we we spend so much time on social media every night before we go to sleep we know it's pointless but we still do and you know that that pointless action results in something you are learning something subconsciously you're learning something that you may not even be aware of you're feeding yourself with images with thoughts and one day that's going to take turn into action in your life have to be careful of what you're listening to i tell you even if you don't watch movies in your life you're not going to lose out on anything because a lot of movies that are coming is promoting a different kind of lifestyle that is against the bible you have to be careful of what we are listening to we see the call of wisdom in proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 my son be attentive to my words you know we we live in this fallen world and 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 what happens is we pay attention to the things that are not from god more we pay attention to what the social media says every day than what the bible has to say to us and because of that we are not able to overcome this human spirit in our life we are not able to overcome this mental influence that the human spirit has over our life but the moment we become careful of who we listen to you look at the life of the psalmist in psalm chapter 1 psalm chapter 1 is a verse that all of us know blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked notice that he's blessed the blessed man is the one who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked so he does not listen to the what the wicked people say nor stands in the way of the sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers but what does he do his delight is in the law of the lord and on his law he meditates day and night which means that he is more attentive to god than to the world his ears are more open to god and than to the world and the result of that is that his life will be like a tree planted by streams of water that bears fruit in its season in other words it's a life that is under the influence under the guidance of the lord beautiful life that's a beautiful life but the more we listen to the noise that comes from the world we will be led in a direction to live a life that will displease god if our mind has to be in the right place we have to check what we are listening to what am i listening to whom am i listening to whom am i following am i following the scriptures for every solution i need or am i looking at some gurus that i know what am i following we have to be careful of whom we listen to whom we listen to if you look at luke chapter 11 verse 34 it says like this luke chapter 11 verse 34 your eye is the lamp of your body when your eye is healthy your whole body is full of light but when it's bad your body is full of darkness it's talking about our sight here eye is the lamp of your body when your eye is healthy your whole body is full of light but when it's bad our life will be full of darkness what we hear what we see 
matters a lot. We have to be careful of what we consume. If you desire for your mind to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit, simple. All you have to do is be careful of what you consume. Read the Bible, pray and be careful not to let everything into your house, into your lives. Make sure that what is godly, what is good, what is pleasing to Him will only exist in your homes, in your workplaces. By doing that, your mind will be under the constant subjection of the Holy Spirit. Second point I want to share. Second way to overcome the human spirit. Second way to overcome the human spirit. Again, this is a practical point. Second way to overcome the human spirit is this. Don't be worried about everything. Don't be worried about everything. Now you may wonder, how does this, how does this point even connect to the sermon? Let me explain this. Believe it or not, our, our worries contribute to our mind going out of control. The more we worry, we all can agree that our mind goes out of control. The more we worry, our mind is thinking in 10 different ways. And sometimes it may seem like a natural thing to worry, but worrying can cause a lot of damage in our life. And that is why Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 27, He says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. What will you eat or what will you drink? Not, not, not about your body, what will you put on? Jesus says, is not life more than food and body more than clothing? What is Jesus saying? He's saying, is not your life more valuable than the food that you eat? Is not life more valuable than what you will wear? And sometimes, you know, we just focus on these little things and keep worrying all the time. Jesus goes on to say, he says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap. They don't have farmlands. You know, birds don't have their own agriculture land, but they eat. How do they eat? The heavenly father feeds them. And, and, and Jesus says, are you not more valuable than them? We, we don't have a reason to worry. And there's, there's a practical reason why Jesus says, do not worry. And the practical reason is this. The more we worry, the more our mind will go out of control. Let me put it this way. The more you worry, the more you will begin to think, okay, you know, I've been praying, I've been seeking the Lord, but nothing has happened in my life. But now, let me take matters into my own hands. What will happen is when you worry, you switch from the guidance of the Holy Spirit to the guidance of the human spirit. That change happens in your life. You have to be very careful. And that is why we should make sure that we are not worried about everything in life. Because excessive worries will shift our mental influence from the Holy Spirit to the, men, to the human spirit. And what will happen is you'll come to a point, okay, so you'll say, I'm going to do, I'm going to take care of my life in the way I want and I'm not just going to you know, sit around and pray anymore. You'll come to that point. I tell you, many Christians have stopped praying. Why? Not because God didn't answer. Because excessive worrying. See, we pray, ask God, saying, God, do this, do that in my life. And it is up to God to answer those prayer requests. We are not ordering God. We cannot order God. We have to pray, believe, and understand that God in his time, in his will, he will grant it. We should not go and say, God, I decree and declare that you do. No, 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 no. Let's not <laughs> declare anything or decree anything to God. God is not under us. We are under God. We pray, submit it to Him, leave it to Him, that's it. But many times what we do is we pray and we 
wondering okay god it should happen tomorrow but it didn't happen tomorrow why it didn't happen god did you hear my prayer we go through that process and eventually end up worrying and by worrying we subject our mind to the influence of the human spirit because now we want to take matters in our own hands we were dependent on god first but now we are not dependent on god anymore and that is why our mind is out of control we have to check where our life is is worry a part of our lifestyle i tell you we are in a challenging place our mind will be totally out of control but when you surrender to the lord and say god you look look at the life of habakkuk the prophet the book of habakkuk is full of you know god why didn't you do this why why didn't you do this because he's habakkuk the prophet is desiring for restoration of the land of the israel you know the israelites he's desiring for restoration he makes all these prayers and finally he ends it in a very beautiful way he says though there may be no fruit in the vine though there may be nothing that we expect even if nothing happens that we ask of or expect i'm still going to rejoice in god my savior i'm still going to rejoice in god my savior this is that that is where we have to come we have to say god i prayed for this and even if if that doesn't happen i'm not worried that to come to that point when we live that life i tell you and sometimes you know god will allow us to go through it he will allow us to go through that point where uh, we will um, you know we will cry and crib and you know and finally we'll come to a point where we'll say god even if the, if this doesn't happen i'm still going to depend on you the moment we come to that point i tell you what will happen to us is this god will test us and he will continue to bless us more i hope you're with me sometimes god will allow such things to happen in your life where you'll be praying for something but it may not happen for a long time and it may seem like god is delaying but uh, god will subject you to some testing and when you pass through that i tell you god will richly bless you but if you continue to be worried and say god why you didn't do this in my life i wanted you to do this last year why this didn't happen we when we start demanding god we start worrying more and the product of worry is that we go from the guidance of the holy spirit to the guidance of the human spirit and that's a dangerous path but when we stop worrying what will happen is we will always be surrendered to god we will not worry we'll always be surrendered to god and our mind will be at absolute peace absolute peace i don't know where your life is today but i i sense in my spirit that there are some who need deliverance from this human spirit so why don't we close our eyes right now i'm going to finish in a couple of minutes with a word of prayer why don't we close our eyes look into the lord and say master i want deliverance from this human spirit master i want you to deliver me from the influence of this human spirit i don't know where your life might be today but i believe god can help you i believe he can restore your life completely i believe he can change the circumstances that you are going through i believe he can turn around your life he is the god who can do anything nothing is impossible with him he can do anything look into him and say master you work in my heart oh lord you work in my heart jesus you work in my heart jesus you work in my heart lord deliver me from this human spirit 
deliver me from the influence of this human spirit in the name of jesus we break and bind every strongholds of the enemy every influence of humanism leave in the name of jesus if you're someone who is struggling with it why don't you just lift up your hands wherever you are i'm going to pray for you father in the name of jesus we pray for every hand that is lifted up right now in jesus name let them experience a deliverance in their life right now let them be set free from the influence of that human spirit oh lord lord we pray that their minds will completely come under your guidance oh lord under the influence of your spirit lead them guide them oh lord keep them under your precious presence oh lord let them not be carried away or deceived by the enemy help them to remain strong in your word help them to remain grounded in your word jesus help them a lord we pray help them a lord thank you for delivering master thank you for delivering thank you for setting them free in jesus name we pray amen and amen and amen church i want you to remember this that our god is able to deliver that there is nothing that is too hard for the lord for no matter at what time you feel like you know that you are influenced by different kind of spirit don't sit around waiting for someone special to come and pray for you pray in the name of jesus just as we sang in worship in the name of jesus enemy will be defeated he is defeated the darkness will leave your life when you pray in jesus name call on that name pray in that name and i tell you you will experience a deliverance in your heart make sure that your mind is under the influence of the holy spirit every day not under the influence of a human spirit or the evil spirit I want you to remember that. Amen. So I hope this word was a blessing to you. I'd like to hear your testimonies uh, if this was a blessing to you. And uh let me know if you have any prayer requests or anything specific that you need counseling with and we are more than uh ready to help you. Why don't we close the session with a word of prayer and with a benediction. Let's look unto the Lord. Father in heaven, we want to thank you because you are our God. you've been by our side you've been our shepherd and master we want to submit our, our our life into your hands and we pray that lord that every influ- evil influence will cease but our mind will be filled with your holy spirit help us o lord help us to walk in your fullness help our minds to be under your control under your guidance lord help us jesus help us overcome in jesus name we pray amen amen May the love of the Father and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each one of us for now and forevermore amen and amen and amen